strong, empowered, authentic. What's up, Ginger Nation? This is Tosh. This is Darren, and you are listening to the Authentic Ginger Podcast. Welcome, Ginger Nation, to the Authentic Ginger Podcast. I'm Tosh Taylor. And I'm Darren Roach. And Tosh, I'm excited to have our guest on today. You know why? Tell me. I'll tell you why. (laughs) Because we have PEI singer-songwriter, lover of Gaelic song, which I can't wait to talk about, uh, the wonderful Patricia Murray. Welcome to the show, Patricia. How are you? Well, thank you for having me. This is a true pleasure. I, If I can tell you how many podcasts I listen to in a day, <laughs> you would wonder what else do I do? When do I have time to sing? Because I love podcasts, and so when you contacted me, I'm like, yes. I don't care what we're going to talk yeah. about. <laughs> I am there. Well, I'm here. It's right? interesting you should say, because <laughs> we are going to talk about something really interesting. Yeah. Tasha's going to ask you that first question, which I, I love, because it's it kind of kicks off the podcast. We have some fun with it. And uh, you're in an interesting situation today, so we should dive right into that, Tosh. I um, we will start off by saying you're not our first unauthentic <laughs> redhead. That's right. But but those people were on for different reasons. Uh, today we're going to talk about you not being an authentic redhead, mm-hmm. but you masquerade as one. Well, that's it. <laughs> like there is a deep sense of imposter syndrome happening right now because. Uh, <laughs> I, when you asked me, and I, I didn't, I didn't, hadn't read like what podcast it was, and I was like, yes, I'll, you know, I'll do it. <laughs> and then I read Authentic Ginger, and I'm like, oh, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did get a message that said, you know, I'm not an authentic I redhead. Know. And I said, oh, that's okay. Yeah. So, but we will tell people that. People, I, you have fooled so many people, yeah, they but, wouldn't know. Well, listen, I my second child, Fiona, I had her at the IWK in Halifax, and the nurse came with her bundle, and she walked over to me, and she said, oh, wouldn't it be fabulous if Fiona here has red hair like yours? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, it, it would be fabulous, <laughs> and it would be a freaking miracle if she does. Yeah. There may be questions. Yeah, I don't exactly. know. That's right. <laughs> there may be questions. That's right. <laughs> but yeah. you don't just dye your hair red. Yet you've got green eyes. You've got yes. you've got ginger skin. You I, must carry the. Ginger. I am from Prince Edward Island, <laughs> so right See, there. there I mean, growing up, like reading, and well. Everywhere you go in Prince Edward Island, there's a touch of Anne of Green Gables. And yeah, right down to the dirt. Well, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, you know, and it being as you know, young girl, I'm like, who wouldn't want to have red hair like Anne of Green Gables? I mean, she was independent. Mm-hmm. She was passionate. She was loyal. She was, you know, whatever, you know, what a young girl would want to be kind yeah. of thing. And so, yeah, I don't know if maybe that's a little part of it, too, that I know I... I just love I just love red hair and so I've I've hmm, since I've been old enough to die I've had a little bit of tinge of red in my hair. That was my next question. When did yeah. you start? Oh gosh. Well, one of this is f- kind of funny. So uh, my best friend and I, Lori Gillis, who is a ginger um, <laughs> as well, she and I were on a reality television show. No way. Uh huh. Called uh, the Makeover Story, which was on the TLC uh, channel. <laughs> this was many years ago, and um, it was probably one of the first like reality shows. And we were living in Halifax, and um, we I had just got a nomination for an East Coast Music Award for my album. Congratulations. And. <laughs> And um, yeah, and so we had a full makeover because she was my manager at the time, and we we were like at our home, like like in the pandemic, and we were in our overhauls and looking, you know, really 
not great, and we <laughs> had to get ready for the ECMAs. So we had this film crew from Chicago come and you know take us all around Halifax, and they dyed my hair, no word of a lie, fire engine red. No that was the name that was on the uh, oh my gosh the package or whatever. What? And so yeah, so I think since then I was like. <laughs> I love this, and <laughs> it was great, yeah. And it's going to stick. It's going to stick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. you fooled me for many, many years. Well, because, thank you. you know, oh, good. I mean, I'm going to have yeah. to tell my hairdresser. Actually, yeah. you know what? I texted my hairdresser Did after you, you said yes. it. I was like, you are doing an amazing job. Yeah. I, was say. I fooled it's them. True. I'm on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there isn't a lot of hairdressers that can pull it off. No, that's right. It yeah. can, or it can get like a little... It well, it just looks fake, right? It, right. right. Yeah. yeah. It, it is it becomes like the fire engine red. Yes. And then you, and then you know it's fake. It's funny. Yeah. Um, there's you live in Riverview now, yes. which is where I also live. Mm -hmm. uh, but there's a girlfriend of mine, and we have been friends for ten years. Kay. Let's say our kids are ten. Same thing. I thought she was an authentic ginger, and my husband grew up here, so he grew up with her. And I said something about Lara being a redhead, and he went. Her, she's Italian. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I only know her married last name. He's like, she's Italian. She's not a redhead. I had no wow. idea. You might have the same hairdresser. Okay, <laughs> we might. I'll have to. I'll, I'll touch base with her. Yeah. 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 So, um, do you uh, do you find you burn, um, you oh. know, from the sun? Like, I mean, are you carrying on the characteristics uh, even oh, though you're not an authentic oh, redhead? Seriously, you must. I, I am authentic all the way. Yeah, like, so I I burn in areas. Like, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, I remember I went I went up to Miramichi and did that uh, you know where you do the floating down the river oh, for yeah, three yes. hours. Oh. Yes. I was so red <laughs> after that. People would stop like my legs because you know the sun and yeah. water and they stop under the street going oh my god like they were just so upset for me because I looked like I you know I was in I should have been in the hospital because it was so red and I have burned all my life and my kids are like that too and yeah. we just have to be really careful yeah it's amazing sensitive to pain sensitive to pain I'm gonna go through through some of the lists here of Listen, the, you know you what know, like I've had three kids you know what and I I, I think I, I I think I can handle pain see that's, that's something that's yeah. see that's my thing they say that redheads are, are like highly sensitive to pain I'm the opposite I can okay. handle a ridiculous amount of pain okay so I I think that that we've debunked that we I have. feel like we, we have, have yeah. over okay. the over okay. our 30 episodes yeah we yeah. have I feel like we've debunked that one yeah. there's got to be some yeah. obviously that that that's are right. but majority like, yeah. my brother <laughs> my brother there's a ginger and I like I remember watching him pour boiling water on his hand like by accident but he barely right. flinched wow and I okay. remember thinking there's something wrong with us yes <laughs> <laughs> that's not right so you know the other question though is Patricia are you are you um stopped on the street like other redheads would be mm -hmm. and say oh my god you I love your hair absolutely so that all happens the time. all the time yeah all the time yeah. and, you, and you do you go with it or do you just say oh yeah you know what, I darling? Mean, no I'm not. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah no <laughs> unless we're, we're getting into it like if I'm going to like continue relationship with them <laughs> yeah, then I will you, you know I'm like, just on the side of yeah. room, like thank you thank you yeah yeah, I have a really great hairdresser. And I and I said nothing to the nurse too at the IWK, yeah. and yeah. I was like, "Yeah, that would be amazing if Fiona has red hair, <laughs> especially with a name like Fiona. It'd be very right? fitting. Exactly. It, yeah, it yeah. would be. Yeah. Is there? Do you find any other like redhead culture things that you would identify with? The fact that you are an artist on stage. Yes. I yeah. feel like um, a lot of redheads we like attention because yes. we get attention, yeah. we get used mm -hmm. to it. 
we, um, you know, are all always have been portrayed as the Joker, right. the funny sidekick friend. Yes, whatever, I'm the right? storyteller. Like I'm right. always the one that's like, oh, like here's the big story that I'm going to tell and uh, you know try to make people laugh and and yeah, and then performing. Although there's a part of me that's really shy as mm-hmm. well that mm-hmm. you know would rather just stay at home and read. Which and, is yeah, why you're a performer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so yeah, exactly. So it's almost like you're playing a part, right? right. When you get up on the stage and and you know you are musician or a storyteller or, mm-hmm. or that kind of thing so yeah I definitely definitely and identify. with your music your music is storytelling absolutely all the way through I mean especially when I'm singing the Gaelic songs like I really try to make a point of explaining perhaps what the translation is or or who wrote the song or why they wrote the song mm-hmm. and because people connect to the sound of the language but it all if you just if you just give them just even a little extra story about mm-hmm. it, they connect to the to the language more or right. to the to the song as well. So and for those listening that that aren't really familiar with uh, the Gaelic language, right. is there an explanation behind what it is and and how how would you describe the language? Like how how would I understand if there's a way to understand it if you were to tell it to me uh, as in a way of this is what the Gaelic language is and this is what it's all about. Okay, is there a way to to well, it's. It, I mean, obviously, it. Uh, well, the Where language that from, I have learned is is the Scottish Gaelic, okay. and um, and so it originates uh, from the Gaels, from the Highlands and Islands in, in Scotland. But then, when the immigrants, you know, so my ancestors, when they came over, they uh, landed in Prince Edward Island, and they spoke Gaelic. Like I have a Gaelic Bible at home, and but when it came to my generation, when I first started learning, I didn't. I had no idea what Gaelic was. It was, was. lost. Wasn't it? it was lost. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. definitely. Um, um, I, you know, I hear, I heard about how my great grandparents would talk to each other um, in Gaelic when they didn't want anybody else to know what was going on, and you hear that, you hear that a lot. Um, but it's, it's unfortunate it was not curated or it wasn't encouraged um, um, for like my, my parents' generation, and uh, so that's, that's the draw to me. It's a community, it's a connection to, to you know, I guess my roots, right. and and just the, the, the musicality of the language. I think it just lends so well to these songs. Like, um, I was going to say, I said Jenna's mom here, and I, I remember hearing somebody in Cape Breton speaking. They were speaking English, but there's a strong connection to, obviously, to Scottish Gaelic there. And they were, they said, well, how are you today? Yeah. And do you hear that sort of, th- that inflection? Well, yeah. how are you doing today? That directly comes from the, the Gaelic language, because oh. it's a very musical. It's a sing yeah. There's yeah. that, how are you doing today? Oh, and it's, it's still com- it's You can still hear, for those, even if they're not speaking that language, yeah. it's, you, can still, you can still hear the music or the, the, the flow of the, the language in people, even to today. Very cool. What's up, Ginger Nation? If you're looking for authentic ginger swag, go to www.authenticginger.com. Use code AGPODCAST for 20% off your next purchase. Yeah, yeah. That's a great way to describe it because I can under, I can see that and I can hear that. The in, musicality of it. Yeah. yeah. I can yeah. totally hear it when you explain it like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you very much. Especially with you being down in Nova Scotia, you would, you're, you're closer to it. Um, yep. Pardon my ignorance, but what's the difference between Scottish Gaelic and Irish well, originally they were both the same language, okay. and it's just more of you know when started in Ireland and then they moved over to Scotland, and then it, it's almost like like I wouldn't say not dialect because that's not what they'd say, okay. but it it evolved into like they both came from the same languages, but someone from Scotland 
who speaks Gaelic would have a hard time having a conversation with somebody in um, Ireland who's speaking Gaelic. There's a lot of similar words, but the structure of the, the, um, of the whatever phrases, sentences are a bit different. Okay. Um, but uh, it's almost like, you know, when we say like someone from a, uh, who speaks Acadian French and then Quebecois or then French, yeah, you know. That was French. exactly right. where my brain was going. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Ex- I think that's, I mean, to kind of give, I mean, it's obviously not that black and white, but right. just to give you a, a sense of, yeah, that, that the language has evolved and mm. that they've, and then now in Cape Breton that there's, you know, a lot of people say that the, the Gaelic that is spoken there is very much like the original Scottish Gaelic that they would have spoken when they first emigrated to to Cape Breton, because it it has has not a, as evolved uh, as it has in Scotland. Again, I mean, okay. I'm, yeah. I, I I'm just trying to give you an idea of yeah. you know, kind of where it. Yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So then you you grow up with it in your house, like you said, it kind of no, skipped your parents' I generation, no, right? No, so. I, I first became involved, or heard about it, or became interested in it when a bagpiping school opened up in my hometown in huh. Summerside. It's called the College of Piping. Um, many people thought it was a plumbing school, and um, <laughs> nope, people were calling in, you know, getting their toilet fixed. But uh, no, they taught uh, Highland bagpiping, Highland dancing, fiddle, step dance, and and then they started teaching a little bit of Gaelic song. It's amazing. So yeah, so yeah. that's how I became interested and then I uh, through Scott McCauley who was the director at that time he gave me names of all these wonderful Gaelic singers in Scotland so I backpacked over to Scotland and met with um, Christine Primrose who's on the Isle of Skye and uh, Finlay McNeil in Inverness and then I ended up competing in um, uh, again I it's it's amazing when I think now like the boldness of youth right <laughs> yeah. I've got my backpack and I'm like oh there's this thing called the Royal National Gaelic Mod and it's um, it's a Gaelic singing competition and it's very well established I mean it's been I forget how many years it's been travels to all the Gaelic communities in Scotland and I was like hey I'm gonna be there I should sing in that oh, sure yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> and I had like my shorts and my sh- you know t-shirts and I had to borrow someone's kilt and a white shirt because that's <laughs> yeah, what that's you're right. supposed yeah. to like it's very very traditional anyway I ended up winning in my category no, no I know I was all by myself oh, my <laughs> and they're like what so yeah I have the silver pendant so it's uh it's you they have the gold medal and the silver pendant gold medal is for the native Gaelic speakers and then the gold uh, the silver pendant is for those that have Gaelic you know as a second they have learned it learners of Gaelic so yeah that's amazing. 19 so years old, and that was, 19. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and, that, cool. and would that be the start of your music career, or yeah. would you go before that? Yeah, a little bit before that. I was yeah. performing with uh, the College of Piping Head, had put on several recordings, so I had learned some some songs, some Gaelic songs, and some sort of traditional songs. But yep. it kind of went, once I started learning these Gaelic songs, and then this happened, like with in terms of winning, I started um, taking Gaelic. Um, I took Celtic studies from the U of T, University of uh, Toronto, and then when I moved back down to Halifax, I was taking Gaelic um, lessons from Lewis McKinnon, um, who's mm-hmm. a well-known Gaelic educator and poet. Um, and, and uh, you know, I, I even now, as I'm older, I've, you know, a little bit a little bit busier and that kind of thing. I haven't been able to keep up my uh, my Gaelic as much as I'd love to. However, over the pandemic, there's a wonderful singer. Um, she's originally from the Isle of Barra, Kathy Ann McPhee, um, and she and I did FaceTime with each other, and she taught oh, me nice. some, some Gaelic songs wow. over the pandemic. So at least I've been. I'm trying to trying to 
to keep it up. But I, yeah. I, when I was sort of in my, hmm, I guess it was my mid to late 20s, I did go to a Gaelic college on the Isle of Skye called Salmore Stig and did an immersion course there. But it's like any language, if you are not immersed in it, if you're not speaking it and hearing it and thinking it, you lose it really quickly. Right. So my connection now is through the songs. Yeah. When you did start dipping your toe into it, were your grandparents around to see it? Yes. Wow. And they were. And my my grandfather um, Lloyd Murray, he he only had two phrases, Kim Nahashiv and um, and Hagama. Like those were the two. Okay. So Kim Nahashiv is like, how are you doing? And then Hagama was like, I'm fine. I'm doing well. And those were the only things that he remembered from his grandparents. So it felt really great. It felt good to to kind of be able to rekindle maybe his interest in it as well. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we're here at the Moncton Highland Games. You're performing most of the weekend here. I think yes. you just told me before we started the show. Uh -huh. um, let our audience know what uh, what they can expect um, for for your shows this weekend. Right. Well, it's going to be a combination of of Gaelic songs and um, and uh, traditional songs, and maybe a few modern sort of Celtic songs, like sort of modern uh, singer songwriters. I've written a song myself that I'm, I'll be performing. Great. But. Um, yeah, and I, I'm joined by Stacy Reed on the fiddle, who's a well-known fiddle player um, here in the area, and Mathieu Brun, uh, who is an amazing guitar player um, uh, from uh, from Berechois. And, uh, and then my husband, Michael McNeil, is going to play the small pipes, the Scottish small pipes, and a couple of uh, uh, songs as well. So it's it's great. We're really excited because this is kind of my first official live show since... The pandemic. Oh, I've yeah. done a lot of online things, right. but uh, yeah, yeah. this is this is the first one where there'll you know there'll be people out in the audience listening. So it's so exciting. I read that you started singing in a church. Yes, that's where you got your start. Was that in yeah. PEI? Was that in Prince Edward Island? Uh, yeah, uh, yes and no. I, I actually I was born in PEI. We moved over to uh, just outside of St. John, so I went to a church there. But um, summer aside, Presbyterian Church. That's where I sort of started to sing quite a lot, kind of thing. And yeah. when did you do? You, when did you record your first album? Because, I mean, you've you've been yeah. around the scene um, for 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 a little bit, yeah. right? <laughs> careful, careful. I know, and that's why I'm saying a little bit. Shredding right? lightly, shredding um, lightly. So you know, no, no, for sure. You know, people in, uh, across Nova Scotia and Canada know who you are. Um, you know, like how when you got started. Yeah. You know, when that first album was coming out, like, did you know you'd have a career in music? It, it, was it something you were going for? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. When I first started, um, I, you know, I had been singing all my life in choirs and church and, you know, doing solos. I've sung at so many weddings and funerals. It's, it's I love going <laughs> yeah. home to PEI because they're like, you sang at my wedding. And I'm right. like, yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> It was a while ago, um, yeah. and uh, but then yeah, once I became once the College of Piping, once uh, they sort of they sparked that interest of like oh wow, like there is some real amazing history, and then I kind of had this connection to it which I had no idea, and so that's what drove me to researching you know the songs and um, and just knowing a little bit more about the history of not only what happened over like Scotland and Ireland and Wales, but also what happened here in North America too. A lot of the immigrants that came over and who were creative when they got here either because they were missing home or they wanted to speak about their what was happening to them right. when they came to to the new world I guess so yeah my first album was 1998 1998 so. yes. okay okay yes that was it feels like that wasn't that long ago no but then when you start doing the math I know it's like let's not let's <laughs> not do the math and, and more today. records after that right yeah like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> do you find that when you're performing, and maybe it's just me, maybe I'm just a sap, but any form of Scottish music, and even Gaelic, and I can't understand it, yep. but I get mm-hmm. emotional yes. listening to it. Do you have a hard time sometimes performing? Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, absolutely. I, um, uh, yeah, I get very emotional. I've really tried to try to kind of, uh, you know, block it out a little bit. I actually, I, I, again, so I used to host these Kaylees at the College of Piping during the summertime, and we would get so many tourists that would come up, and this one fellow came, and um, he wanted to propose to his wife on stage during her Kaylee, and I'm like, okay, let's do this, and, <laughs> and he did, and he had this beautiful story. She was his nurse. He had been in a coma. Like, it was wow. a lot, <laughs> and and I said, well, I'm going to sing a song afterwards, just to kind of, like, once she says yes, then right. we'll... And I, I remember just going like I'm like, I was losing it. Like I, my tears coming down. Like I was a mess, and I was like thinking, pull yourself together. This is their moment, and I am was a puddle on the floor because it was just so moving. But also, it's the there's so many um, Gaelic songs or traditional songs that have such a longing to them, right? A lot of it had to do with that the, a lot of these people were missing their home, mm-hmm. had to leave because either they were forced or they, you know, wanted something different or wanted something more. They were, you know, drawn to the new world. So right. there's so much longing in the, the, the melody and the words. So I think a lot of people connect with that. Yeah, they're haunting. Yeah. Kind of, right? Yeah. And there's a lot, I mean, Scottish people are very passionate and right. there's a lot, you know, if they are done wrong, they, they, they'll have 15 verses to get <laughs> work through it. That's right. And, um, yeah. so it's, yeah, yeah, they're, they're very passionate people and, um, it's, uh, so yeah, I, I love, I love the music. I love the, the culture. Yeah. Will you sing? Just a little? Just a, <sighs> yes, not, you not know all what? 15 verses, Well, but. it's so funny. So again, <laughs> I was trying to think of a song, and I haven't sung it for a while, so that's why I've got it on a photo here, so I can remember the, the words. Yeah, for but, sure. Um, this, I wanted to find, because there are so many Gaelic songs that have rua, ruag, or ruag or ruai, which is, which translates to red. That means red. And oftentimes, it, it was a way to describe, um, like, someone's hair, like, uh, Ian, Ian Ruai, which, which is the, the name of the song I'm going to sing. So he was Ian with the red hair. And um, so, so as you can imagine, there's a lot of redheads in Scotland. So there's a yep. lot of songs that have used, used that word or associate it with, uh, with uh, Scotland. So this one, unfortunately, it's not a, it's a lament. It's called Turug Ian Ruai. And it's the lament for Ian of red, Ian with the red hair. Um, it comes from the Isle of Lewis, and I learned this in Toronto from Rhoda McCritchie, great singer from Lewis, uh, sorry, of Harris. And, um, and this was one of the songs I actually ended up singing at the National Mod, like when I did that competition. Right. Oh, cool. So it's been a while since I've <laughs> sung it. I won't sing all of it, but basically it is one of those, this, this woman has lost Ian. He was killed in a battle. And so basically she is saying, um, your death has lost me the sun in the sky. Your death has snatched away all my joy. And so it basically is just like, I, you know, it's a, it's a lament. And uh, so I thought, okay, I'll do that. That yeah. has, it's E in the red. So here we go. Spian Uasam Morn Mahal 
much that's the first that is a first <laughs> that's a big moment holy smokes yeah. oh thank you wow do that you <laughs> do you find that learning the language was easier because you're a singer do you yes. think like yeah <clears throat> i definitely when i first learned the gaelic i learned it by ear i learned it by phonetics or by the sound of it and then once i was like okay i'm gonna be doing this i need to understand what i'm singing right so that's yeah. when i went and started taking a gaelic uh language courses yeah excellent yeah excellent i i think that's a good place to wrap it up are you okay okay trying to process this yeah i said i'm the one that gets emotional yeah. so so am, can, can, like after all this can i be like maybe an honorary authentic ginger i say we let her in oh absolutely yeah. okay. he's not a redhead 100%. either yeah so. i'm not okay. redhead okay. yeah I, I it's just, just me i just grew four of them <laughs> <laughs> oh, i didn't my wife did but yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gotta be careful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Watch yourself. That was incredible. Thank you so much, and thanks for wanting to even be on the show. And and also on behalf of all gingers, thank you for wanting to be a ginger. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and also, um, I'd like to know where where we can follow yeah. you at online. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm on Spotify and iTunes. Uh, two of my albums are on there, and and then also um, on Instagram at Patricia Murray P E I. Okay, Patricia Love Murray P E I. Right? All one. Instagram, yeah. all one. Yeah. And then on all the music channels online, it's Patricia Murray. Yeah. Look that up and you're going to find you. Yeah. That's amazing. Thank you so much for joining Not us here. All. I really appreciate it. It's been f- wonderful here uh, today. Thanks. And uh, you've been listening to the Authentic Ginger Podcast. You've been listening to the Authentic Ginger Podcast. Become a part of the Ginger Nation by liking, subscribing, following, and leaving a review wherever you listen to podcasts. This podcast was produced by Tosh Taylor of the Podcast Hub Productions. Find her online at podcasthub.ca.